am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit he takes away, and every branch that does bear fruit he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Amen. I'm going to say it again. He's alive. (laughs) He is alive. Thank you so much for being here this morning on Easter Sunday, April the 17th, 2022, the year of our Lord. Uh, So glad that you are here. We are in uh, the end of our uh, sermon series, our seven-week sermon series. We've had six weeks, and this is the seventh week of the seven I Am statements of Jesus in the book of John. Uh, In the book of John, he said that I am this uh, on seven different occasions, and so um, if you're interested in the, in the previous six weeks, you can go to our website, friendshipchurch.cc, and you can check those out. Um, but you are here at, uh, at week seven, last week of this series. So good job. You made it. Very good. Glad that you, <laughs> glad that you made it through. Um, so today we are talking about uh, how he is the resurrection and the life. We've already talked about how, as the video just said, he is the bread of life. He's the light of the world. He is the door. He is the good shepherd. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He is the true vine. And today, he is the resurrection and the life. Do you believe that this morning? And so, all of this is an effort to get to know who Jesus is. There's a difference in knowing about someone and knowing someone. You can uh, read some books and you can find out about Abraham Lincoln, but none of us are going to know really who he is. We didn't spend any time with him. And just as you can look in some books and find out some facts about Jesus, we actually believe that you can get to know Jesus, the Son of God. And so that's what really this is all about, is to find out who Jesus is, to know him more and more, to get closer to him. And one of the things to know is that just as important as what someone says is who it is that's actually saying it, okay? That's actually pretty important. Not just what is said, but who is actually saying it. If you were sick and then you had a doctor and you had a plumber both uh, prescribe you some medicine. How many of you know, I'm going with the doctor, whatever the doctor says, okay? I mean, no offense to the plumber, okay? When I have a leak, I'm going to go call the plumber, okay? I'm not calling the doctor, okay? So it matters not just what is said, but who says it. We lived in the Netherlands. We were missionary to the Netherlands uh, for three years in 2017 to 2020, and it's, it's a crazy thing to move to a different continent, okay? How many of you have moved houses before? 
You've moved from one house to another house, everybody. How about states? You've moved from state to state, like you've more lived in a different state? Okay. So there's a lot of things to figure out moving to a different place. Moving to a different continent, we found out, is a whole other animal, okay? So just some simple practical things like when's trash day, okay? So like how do they do trash over there? Certainly they put their trash somewhere in the Netherlands, right? I mean, they, they've got to do something over there. And so when we moved, we didn't move with any furniture whatsoever. We took clothes and my golf clubs. That's pretty much all we took, okay? Uh, just in case. you got to have them with you, just in case. Um, and so we, uh, we didn't have any furniture, and so we had to fill this house with furniture. And so we did what every good American does when they need furniture. They go to Ikea, obviously. So we went to Ikea, which over there they pronounce it Ikea, which got some getting used to now. So we went to Ikea, and, uh, and we got some furniture. So if you've ever been to Ikea or Ikea, um, and you bring it home, you know that you're going to have a lot of cardboard. Have you, have you noticed this? Okay? Like, I bought a chair. Why is there three boxes? I have no idea. Uh, but it comes in different boxes. And so we had to fill a whole house, beds and desks and tables and all this stuff. And so we had a stack of boxes of cardboard this high. That was one pile. And then we had it this high, and then there were other piles around the house. So we had it everywhere, okay? And we didn't know what to do with it. We, we had no idea. And so we asked a, a friend that was there, you know, I can't call anybody. I don't speak Dutch. Um, can you tell me, help me, what am I supposed to do with this stuff? And so she says, okay, uh, let me call somebody and I'll call you back. So she says, okay, so I called the city and they said, put it at the corner of this street and this street, 8 a.m. Friday morning, and they'll come pick it up. Bundle it up and they'll come pick it up. I'm like, all right, I can do that. So we bundle it up at 7 a.m. Friday morning and I bundle them up and I start dragging this cardboard three blocks, (laughs) three blocks uh, to this corner, okay? And so I drop uh, the one pile, and I go back, and I get a second pile and a third pile. Six trips it took me, okay, to drag all of this cardboard. It was an embarrassing amount of cardboard, okay? Like I was, I was very embarrassed as I'm walking through the city of The Hague with all of this cardboard. So as I'm taking the sixth uh, pile, I'm approaching my giant mountain of boxes, and there's a man standing there looking very disapprovingly at the pile, okay? And so I take uh, my last pile, and I throw it on top, and he turns around and starts screaming at me in Dutch, just yelling everything. I don't know what he was saying. I don't know what he was calling me. I don't know what he was saying, but it was in Dutch, and I didn't know what to do. And so I said, I, listen, I'm, I'm so sorry. We just moved here. I'm American. Do you speak English at all? And he just rolled his eyes, you know? <laughs> Like, dumb American, only knows one language, <laughs> okay? And that was, that was how it was. And he says, you cannot do this. This is, uh, this is unbelievable. And he says, he says, this is impossible. That is the favorite Dutch-English word is impossible. They love to say that word. Everything's impossible. Don't even try, okay? So this is impossible. You can't do this. This is impossible. And I said, I, I, I don't know. I'm just doing what they told me to do. And, I, and he's just yelling at me, yelling at me. Finally, I just said, look, I'm leaving the cardboard there. Have a nice day. <laughs> and I just walked away. What do you want me to do? Drag six piles back to the house? I, I don't know. And so I sat in my room or in, in the house until 8.15. And so I walk back out because I want to see if the cardboard is gone. And I walk out and thankfully, hallelujah, they came and picked up the cardboard. <laughs> Whew! I am so thankful for that. Okay, no one else was there to yell at me. And so I got to, I got to thinking... 
you know, this, this random guy is yelling at me. He has no idea who I am, why I'm putting the cardboard, cardboard there, no idea who I've talked to. He's just mad. He's going to give me his opinion, which I guess everybody can give their opinion, I guess. But it was a very uninformed opinion, okay? And as I'm listening to him, I, I could, he's, he started making me doubt what the authority told me to do. You know what I'm saying? Like this person who has no idea what's going on, when he gave me his opinion on what I should do, it started making me doubt what the authority was telling me to do. And so then I said, no, I'm going to listen to the authority. And so I learned a lesson there that you can listen to just Joe whoever that has an opinion or you can listen to the authority in your life, the one who knows exactly what's going on. And you know what? We do that here in America today is that there is an opinion of this world of how you should live your life. There's an opinion on, the Bible says that's sin. I don't think that's actually sin. And they're going to give you their opinion on what you should do, how you should live, the things that you should say, the people that you should be around. And sometimes the world gives such an, a, a good, I guess, example or a good opinion to where we start doubting what God has told us in his word. And so instead of listening to the random people in this world who are trying to tell you what to do, I'm going to go with the one who created my life, who is preparing a place for me one day in heaven. I'm going to listen to the authority in my life. Does that make sense? I'm going to listen to God. So if you would, we're going to look and see what Jesus said in his word in John chapter 11. If you have your Bibles, you can turn to John chapter 11. If you don't have your Bibles, we're going to have the verses on the screen there as well. But not just what is said is important, but who said it may even be more important, okay? And so we're going to look at what Jesus said and find out if this is the way that we should live our life or not. This is a pretty popular passage of scripture in John chapter 11. Even if you haven't gone to church for a long time, you've probably heard the name Lazarus, okay? So here's what we do here at Friendship Church, okay? I preach the Word of God. I don't really give a lot of my opinion. I say, here's what the Bible says. You know, explain it a little bit. Maybe here's some illustrations. But we're going to read what the Bible says. So we're going to read this whole story so we can have the context of what's going on. And we're going to find out what Jesus says about himself this week. So John 11, verse 1. Now a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. It was Mary who anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus.